to episode 28 of the Indie Gold Podcast, hosted by Mr. Being Fat Caesar. And we just announced that I will be doing a mixed podcast called Gem Radio. It's coming very, very soon. We're going to have a bunch of dope-ass stars, a bunch of dope beats, and we're going to have some people, some independent stars coming through. You might not know them, but I know them. I think they dope, and you should be listening to them. And that's the purpose of Gem Radio. We're trying to make the unheard get heard. And thank you for tuning into to the Indigo Podcast, and please support this new endeavor that we're going to be getting into with Gem Radio. And it's going to be coming very, very soon, possibly December 1st. But we will I will be shooting the pilot episode in the next two weeks. And I might just, like, you know, show it around and let people take a little, like, a, you know, take a little gander at it and see if they like it or not. Sure. And, and that's what I'm going to do, man. Like, I, I, I'm telling you, like, I woke up this morning and I said, you know what? I want to do something else. I love what I'm doing, Indigo. But I think I can do something else. So a bi-weekly mixed podcast sounds right. You know, I think that, you know, people deserve to listen to some new music and also hear some, you know, some dope, you know, artists, you know, like, you know, put them into their own world and shit like that. So this this podcast, this podcast that we're going to be working on, I'm working on right now is, is going to be amazing. And uh, shout out to Styles Flea. He's getting ready to drop his, uh, his new show called Cloth Talk. You know, it's going to be in the, the realm of uh, Yo MTV Raps on Six and Park, and he's trying to progress the culture, and um, we might have some things in the works very, very soon. Can't tell you what the hell is going to be, but we're going to be having some some very business-like conversations. So let's get cut into the bullshit. We are in tune for episode 20 of the Indie Gold Podcast. We do have an interview with up-and-coming superstar, Any. At the end of the episode, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Back on the twentieth episode of the Indie Gold Podcast. Yo, what's going on with you, Caesar? Man, what's going on with that sunny weather over there? Actually, it was great, man. It was about seventy-two degrees. It was clear, and I was just like, you know what? I want to get like my strength up and like just overall stamina in general. You know. I've been dealing with with health and everything like for the last year. So I was like, I'm gonna go for a really long ass walk. So I was like, you know what I told my wife, I was like, let's let's leave the car parked and let's just walk. So we walked to the bridge and I was just seeing the skyline and honestly it was like looking at like, yo, this can be yours if you make the right moves. Because I saw amazing houses, the water was beautiful, and then of course I saw the skyline of, um, you know, Florida's largest metropolitan area, Miami. And I was just like, yo, I'm I'm right outside of the Garden of Eden. You feel me? That's that's how I was feeling at that moment. Um, 
other than that, you know, I'm just getting ready to uh, to make some moves and everything. And Shit, man. you know, I heard about I heard about this like, interview about to have going on is that you're gonna have like a job interview at a studio, and you're gonna be yeah, man. Uh, I'm I'm trying to uh, you know, I'm trying to get back into to what I always been doing and everything, what I was doing up north anyway. So, but but get paid doing it though. But get exactly, but get paid and <laughs> get to make some music because, Don't like, honestly, the same, uh, that's not paying you. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, you, no. was, you was you was doing mad fucking engineering for mad shows, and they weren't even paying you, and they got mad when you used their supposed payment, which is two free studio time. Like I'm just saying, like you're not only getting paid, but you're gonna get some like reduced payment. Of but you know what? I'm I ain't. I'm not even mad at that though, because at the end of the day, I look at it like I learned a trade. Yes, you did. You know, trade, man. Like I, I straight up learned a trade. I learned a few trades, and at the same time, I got to help somebody who, you know, now is a, a pretty on-demand engineer and everything. Yo, shout out to Frankie Metals and everything. I was, and shout out to Sam Black doing this thing i saw that he was actually he was over there recording at at the studio over there and everything and um you know if uh if all goes well like everything's been going well for sam black you know my homie my homie might get some shine and everything and um my homie is on my album i mean we i do got a frankie metal feature on lt3 man it's it's dope it's um, it's smooth as hell. But you know what? I think wait, I'm, wait, I'm wait. Say, I ain't get, I ain't get, I ain't get to hear that shit. It's not done yet. You heard it, but you ain't hear his part. That's what I want to know. I didn't hear. No, part I ain't yet? even, I ain't even hear his part. All I got to hear God, was damn. that it's being done. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Sam Black, man, I'm still waiting for the confirmation from this damn people. I know he's getting ready to do cloth talk with Styles Fleet on um November fourth, but you know I guess it would have been like a, a hassle if it was since the show's gonna be recorded on November third at midnight, nearly midnight. So I, I like I said, you know, I, I would appreciate it if they said they're not interested and you know, that's that's cool. And we can go on to finding another guest. But you know, I felt like, you know, I don't wanna like prove Hip hop junkie, wrong, wrong, right? I mean, wrong because he's like saying like, "Oh, he'll do it for you because you're you." And I'm like, "Nah, I, he he will." Like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna vouch I'm gonna vouch for Blizzy, man. Like that's um, you know that's home hometown hero right there. And um, Joe, but Joe you know Biden what though, you got that Joe Button hometown hero. He don't get no goddamn love. He does some fucked up shit to get to where he's at. Well, that's Joe Buttons. That's that's a whole nother uh, you know, that's a that's that's a whole nother person. Now I told you my feelings several episodes. Well you ago. You, had, you had a per you had a personal experience with the person. I had two personal experiences, so yeah, and then I have family that went to high school with the nigga, so it's like you know right. but you know what so, though, I think I think when you when you come out with, with this gem radio though I think, um, you know, you should invite me for one of the episodes, and, and we can get back more to that. And um, I'll probably have some music for you too. Oh, I think Gem Radio is going to be the spot for where you know people want 
want to like you know premiere some new joints and shit like that like that's why i might have it it's all about oh, the yeah. vibes it's all about about the sound and, I, I and i'm gonna have the artist there I, I think yeah like when you told me about it like when you hit me up i was just like yo this is what's up because like you know eminem and 50 did similar back in the day and you had xm radio hollering at them later on like yo we want you on here like so you know now we we have more technology and more platforms available to us than than they did back then so it's like i feel like you could do you could do amazing things right now oh, with all with all of that man and um let me give also a special shout out to cliff poe because um his his beat is what i'm laying down tomorrow just just to let word, you know. word and um into the episode man it's not a surprise to everybody i done told y'all i'm broke as fuck and i'm gonna probably have to leave uh jersey city by the end of this year so that we're trying to find ways trying, yeah, that high cost of living is a bitch so of course you know you know my mom and me were trying to find work elsewhere and we're starting to understand the transportation system a little bit differently because we never use transportation to go anywhere further than Newport Mall and fucking Journal Square and fucking downtown. Now we're using transportation to get to places like fucking Nork and fucking Bloomfield. So we went to Bloomfield because uh, she had like a job offer for Excel Federal Credit Union at the uh, their base. And, you know, I went for the ride with her, and I, I'm not going to lie. I went through Bloomfield. I've never been so, like, I, I would move there. But uh, we went to their shop, right? We had to use the bathroom. As soon as I walk, I'm walking through the, the, the driveway, uh, I see this old-ass lady. I wanted to uppercut the living shit out of her because she had a fucking Donald Tr- vote for Donald Trump, make America great again shirt. And I had to look at her like... I will give you the same combo that fucking Dr. Dre gave Michelle Lay and straight out of Compton. Wait, I'm sorry. Surviving Compton. Surviving I'm sorry. Surviving Compton, which I um, saw that movie today, by the way, finally. Oh, my God. You, you saw the whole thing? I saw I like, the whole thing. I, I could not, like, to be honest, I could not, like, I skipped every time he beat her ass. I'm sorry. I couldn't, like, watch it. I couldn't. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. See, I knew we were going to talk about this so i was ready because like my wife had questions you feel me my wife was watching it with me and everything and my wife was laughing at some of it my wife was like yo is this for real so i had explained a couple things first of all and um daz dillinger from the dog pound warren g and countless other former death row staff artists and even um, security that worked for Ruthless. First and foremost, I want you to understand, you know men lie in their dick, right? Okay, okay but you know and, what? And you, know, and you know West Coast niggas tend to have a general disrespect for women? See, I, I'm i not going um, to um, believe that totally. I think, I think that's bias. Oh, you, you think that's bias? I think that's bias. I don't I do not think West Coast niggas have a tendency to you know disrespect women or whatever I'm gonna tell you why because see Michelle let out a couple clues in her movie that kind of coincide with what everybody's been saying first of all it was said that um 
she had an affair with Easy, right? <laughs> then, other than 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 having an affair with Easy E, you know she was already with Dre. Then she um dad says she sucked off Tupac. Funny enough, there's a scene in the movie in the movie where Dre is mad as hell at her. Tupac's recording. And he's like, "You're acting like you want to suck him off." And Pac comes to her privately. He's like, "You want to suck me off?" And I'm just like, "Okay." Before the movie even aired out, this was said. Before the movie came out. So the fact that there's a scene, you know, she hinted on her wholeness. There are plenty of people. Wait, wait. All right. Just because she a hoe does not mean she deserves to get the living I didn't say beaten out of her though. I didn't I didn't say she deserves to get the living shit beat out of her. I am not for hidden woman. And I'm pretty sure Dre probably lay hands on her. But I think she overly exaggerated. She lay hands on three people, motherfucker. Michelle A. So uh No D Barnes was confirmed. I know we know about D Barnes. D Barnes confirmed yeah. to the point that she is damaged forever. Like, fucked. Like, migraines but, every day. But from what I'm hearing, Dre already settled everything with her. Not just, like financially and even having a discussion and everything. And like, I'm not saying they're cool and everything. You know, they, they parted ways or whatever. But that, that got settled. But, um, Who's the third person? Because I don't recall the third person. It was like some type of secretary or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Some some blonde hair bitch. Well, see, and, oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, people. I should not be saying that. But um, that that see, until I need more evidence for the, for the third one, Michelle. I do believe he laid hands. But what I'm saying is, some of it was provoked. Now, my nigga. The one thing I hated about that movie is like he just kept having mad kids that popped out of nowhere. He was just like, yo, like I was like, was it really like that? Because straight out of Compton was not like this. I mean, he, he did. He, he does have, Dre does have a lot of kids, but from my understanding, he got, he got about three, three baby mamas. Oh. Michelle, Nicole, which is his wife. And I think there was somebody in between Michelle there, like, and Nicole. If we watched straight out of Compton, it was like the chick that he was with, and then she left uh, Compton, I thought. Well, there was, you know, straight out of Compton, you know, left some stuff out. It, and it also left, fabricated yeah, now, now, some yeah. stuff out. I, I had it, another it problem, out though, with the Michelle movie. Like, I don't believe Dre got on top of her in the bed with his ring on and started punching her in the face like i believe he probably slapped her but i guarantee the times that he beat her was when he found out there was some fidelity and now i'm questioning if she fucked hammer because <laughs> nwa all dissed hammer cube dissed hammer so I'm like thinking, like, okay, I'm starting I would, to see I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if she fucked Lonzo. She probably fucked Jerry too. I mean, at the end of the movie, it was like in honor of Jerry Heller, while everybody else on Earth who's black or Hispanic said Jerry was a piece of shit. She's the only one that's yeah, like, oh, we love you, Jerry. Who, yeah, she's the only person that really felt that Jerry was a good person. 
And yo, when Stuke Knight came through with the groceries in like five seconds, I was done with life. (laughs) Yo. Like the nigga walked in with, and he had the the brown bag and there was like an Italian bread hanging out, some kind of celery and he had like niggas in bow ties with him and everything and i'm like okay Shook did not roll with the nation of islam that was ice cube and in real life there was blood niggas and they were like hey blood you better not buy a bookie brisk for her i ain't i ain't holding that i ain't never holding that (laughs) you fucking telling me man but um that whole movie, man, I don't even know. Like I said, I think it was have... overly exaggerated. I think Drake was just an alcoholic at one time. His brother oh, died. Was there was a, a big pressure on him from death row. He was doing business but that's with like the scariest dude. Her ass. Like, yo, evil. You know, everybody says it. If you were evil. You would be like that nigga, but you're not evil, so you're not like that nigga. Yeah, yeah. But like on some real, she she had a baby by Dre, and then she had a baby by Suge. Suge and Dre, like, like this is on some like Cain and Abel, like, not even. I know the siblings get along, but it's just crazy. It's like two men yeah, that hate each other's like, guts. Even even if she fucking like try to justify the way she was trying to justify, I was like, no, I wouldn't. No. So I'm no not saying way. she deserves to get like beat up or punched in the face. No woman, no woman does. But I'm I'm just saying that she did stuff that provoked. It wasn't like like yo. Honestly, they stole like whole scenes from the Ike and Tina movie like when she's inside the booth and she's singing and Dre's coming in there and he's choking her and he's like sing that the way I told you to sing it I'm like okay this is the this is the the sing sing the songs anime sing the songs I'm like yo I'm waiting I'm I'm waiting for um Angela for everybody to to sue yeah I'm waiting for Angela Bassett and for Lawrence Fishburne to come through and just sue the hell out of Lifetime and Michelle A for straight up jacking that scene. I'm waiting for Tina Turner to sue because it's like, okay, Michelle A, you are not Tina Turner, and Dr. Dre is not Ike. I'm sorry. No. Oh, but look, it don't it like I said, this does not negate the fact this man has beaten her. And I've heard the story about him. He apologized though. He, he was an alcoholic. That's you know what? When you're if, a fiend, if, we're gonna, if, if, if we're gonna attribute everything to alcoholism, you understand that I'm an alcoholic. I have not beaten the shit out of nobody yet. Okay, and you do not have the kind of pressure on you that he had. You that man had another man. That man had another Bro, man above him. Like basically, we don't know what kind of control Suge was was really having. I mean, one so thing. Oh, he had to take it. So he had to take it out on his, on his girlfriend. Well, he probably took it out on his girlfriend. He's like, yo, you fucking my best friend, Easy e on the low at the time. And then later on, you know, the nigga I'm beefing with. And then, okay, you're fucking my boss. And then you're fucking one of my artists, one of my leading artists. And you know that. what? If he was smart, he'd leave. He, 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 that bitch would be canceled. I don't uh-huh. mean kill I just mean she'd be out of his motherfucking life. 
But you know what? She was at a point she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't making. She wasn't making no music. She wasn't making music. There was no point of her. She sang a hook on a couple Dog Pound records, and she sang a hook for for Pac. She sang some hooks. All right, whatever. But um, her album. Speaking of, that's yeah. The album never came out. Never came out. And um, speaking of other beats. You know, if you ever like, I'm gonna say this right now. Uh, Solange's new album is the dopest album. It's my ver. It's the it's the 2016 version of Internet's Ego Death. I will listen to this album every fucking damn. Day. That is a high esteem because I remember listening to Ego Death. I remember how how high you were holding it. Yo, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I've listened to Solange's album every damn. Day. And you know what's so dope about it? It's just like the blackness of it. Like, I heard some cuts. Like my my wife got it on her phone, so she was streaming it from the car. Yeah. So I was hearing it, and yo, I heard Master P narrating. Yeah, Master P's narrating. Yeah, I was around. saying like y'all niggas be not you necessarily, Mister B, but like in general, like niggas be hating on Master P, See, and it's like I, niggas I, don't I, understand. I respect his business mind always. I'll always respect that shit. Music, not really. But the business mind, I always respect Master P. P's whole business. Mind. I mean the the mu- the music is what drove the business mind. Really? It, it did. I, well to this day, I don't understand how he's never on a Forbes list. He's been on a Forbes list before. Like you gonna I mean, make that, I know I know he's been on it before, but these days like the cat like the Cash Kings and shit like that, why isn't he on that? Well, there's a lot of people that should be on that that aren't. Mm. Yeah, so you're making so... me look up if he's on the Forbes list right now. Oh. Nah, I never, I never see him. Uh, Forbes, he is. I just looked oh. up Forbes right now. But what is he? Un- who is he underneath? Okay, I'm I'm looking right now. Okay, at the top, of course, there's a picture of Diddy. Okay, because Diddy got more money than Dre. I don't know how that works. I still to this day don't know how Diddy makes his money. I don't like. I know he has a rock. He has Revolt now. He has, of course, Bad Boy, but that's not really making him his money really like like he used to. Revolt is and Ciroc is making money though, and Revolt is yeah. doing big things. They had um, damn, I don't know if they had it already or if they're about to have. No, they had. They had. No, they had. But, they had the conference. Yeah, the conference. down here, like now. Oh, sorry. We have to save up. We have to go to that shit next year. We do, but that's mad bread. By the way, Dr. Dre's I number know. four on the Forbes list. Of course. Then who's number three and two? Oh, um, Drake is number one and Diddy's actually number two. Jay-Z who's number one? is... No, Jay-Z is three. I'm about to say, nigga. Birdman is on here, too. 110 that million. Nigga, that, nigga about, that nigga about to be negative 10 million in a couple minutes. Wait, they yeah, are. You. Wait, you know what? I got it wrong. They're not doing this in order because as I read, then they tell you where it is. No, Drake is actually number five. Jay's number three. How much does Drake have? Because usually he was at like lesser than that. No, he was 60. He, he made 60 million this year. Okay. That's cool. That sounds right. I know P is somewhere here. So I googled specifically. I wrote Master P, Forbes list, 2016. But you know what? Back to the album. Back to the album. Okay. Album incredible. Yeah, yeah. 
album's incredible. I hear a lot of people saying, oh, it killed Lem- Lemonade. Look, Lemonade stands on its own because to, to be honest, and I'm sorry, Beehive, I feel that Beyonce doesn't make great albums. She makes great songs. I will crucify the shit out of you. That's too, that's too bad. I'm a music head. Most I don't women think would crucify you. I don't care because I just don't think she makes great albums. But Ladies, Lemonade, never bring up Beyonce if you go on a date with Mr. B. You will not. No, yo, you can bring up Beyonce all you want. She's a great artist. She's a great performer. She, If you well, if you say, hey, Charles, I'd like you to buy me tickets to go to a Beyonce show. I don't want you to be my date. I will most definitely buy you tickets to go to a Beyonce show. I know she will give you your money's worth. She's at least great for that. I would okay, if, if okay. she ever if she ever, if she ever asked me to go to Rihanna's show, I had to give her a weird ass look because she can't sing for worth shit live. But um, in terms of like Beyonce, I just feel like let Solange fucking shine on her own without even having to be in her sister's shadow. But I think like, she is doing that with this album now. That like a lot of people like the album. I haven't heard nobody say it's whack. Yeah, and then the shout out to Baruti Lebray. I think he did like an article on Afropunk, and they said, "Fuck the seat at the table." And I was like, "Why did you have to use this woman's album title to make pretty much? It's not about, it's not about the album. It's about just the title itself." He feels the album is dope, but then people just lost their minds on that damn the title of the article. Yeah, but I could understand because, like, like black people are like, yo, you know what? At this point, we don't want a seat in your table. We want our own damn table and our own food. Yeah, like fuck yeah, this is pretty much said fuck fuck it's fuck your table. Let's make our own. And I understand that. Like I said, I don't know if the like, album people really... are mad right now. It's race wars going on in America, like psychologically more than physically except you know when it comes to cops but like in general but you know like so solange's album though like all you pro blackheads out there like don't hate on it because of the title though like the music does speak for itself the music speaks for itself so i i'll tell you this right now like you know my 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 executive assistant ursula hit me up she was like yo you need to check out the solange album i was like I could tell by the cover it was gonna be dope. <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no words. It's her face with the curlers and shit on. I'm like, I might just fucking run and listen to this shit, and it just came out of nowhere. And you know, to me, it proved she did not need Dev Hine from Blood Orange to make to write her music anymore, and she's writing her music a little bit more herself, and it's it's really showing. And I'm glad she's able to make a dope project that I can consider probably one of my very, very best 2016 right now. And I'll probably listen to it every day. I know my mom kind of hates the fact I listen to the album about every damn day, but the album's dope. One of the dopest projects I ever heard. So, um, yo, Salon, Seat at the Table, that's a five out of five vinyl right there. Damn. Shit. Like I said, that's my that's my 2016 version of Ego Death. Like rap albums these days can't even stick me for that long, except for classics. You know, I, like I don't get it with this today's music. Today's music is kind of like recycle bin after listening. 
and it's getting to a point that people are just making disposable music and it's getting corn. And that's what kind of kills my love for hip hop. But the thing, the thing of the matter is that now I'm seeing there's so much more. There's so much other artists that are out there don't have that don't have that backing from major companies. That you know what? That's why we're gonna be making this gem. I'm making this gem radio shit for man because there's so much more to this, to, this, to music than what you hear and listen to underground. There's a deeper, deeper underground that's not being touched. I mean, for me, um, I've been listening. Like the only person I could say that that gets a lot of repeat is Nip Hustle. Oh yeah, you a big fan of Nipsey Hustle, like. I, I always told I told I told you I wasn't the biggest fan of uh, Crenshaw, the one that was like a thousand dollars and shit. You know, you see, he released it for free, but I did like Mailbox Money. I like the one after that. What was the one after Crenshaw? It was a Mailbox Money, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Mailbox Money. You no, know, Mailbox Money was fire. Um, Slawson Boy Two is incredibly dope too. So I'll give him that. You know, um, and I'm waiting for the, the new- album. Album like. The, the new Lloyd Banks, the new Lloyd Banks mixtape is dope. That's dope too. Uh, yeah. Uh, the G Unit Lost Files mixtape is dope. Uh, Word. There's a lot of dope shit that's out there that, that that I'm fucking with. Of course, if everybody knows, another dope rap album that I've been listening to mostly every day, Danny Brown Atrocity Exhibition. I've been listening to that shit all. The fucking time. That's all yeah. you, cause like the beats on that, I just I can't. Yeah, I know it's all right. Cause at the end of the day, I knew what I was expecting. And he did like an interview with Zane Lowe, and he was like saying, like Zane Lowe asked him, like, is this gonna be a Detroit album? And he was like, it's gonna be like a Joy Division album. And I was like, oh, okay, we know what's gonna happen. It ain't gonna be all rap, and I knew what to expect, but. I had a chance to like really listen, to, like read the lyrics and listen to the to the album, listen to it. That nigga is too fucking dope. He's too eccentric for his own good to a point that is too fucking dope. And I'd rather him be the way he is. I know a lot of people can't stand his voice. They can't stand like a lot of what he does. See, but I can I, rock with the voice. I just can't rock with the production on this album. Have you listened to the album? I skimmed through it. I, I can't. Like, you you. Yeah, look, look, I'm going to tell you this right now. Like, the first song, I'm not going to lie. I skip over the first song because I don't like the way that the beat sounds. I think several times aliens made it while this nigga rapped. Like, this nigga was rapping over extraterrestrial porn. That's how, like, I feel about it. Well, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Because I like the the video he just did for, um, for, for pneumonia. And I like the video for Winning Reigns. I'm like, the one of the videos I like to see a video for, I think, um, of course, Really Though. Really Though and um, Ain't It Funny. I'll tell you who, and, you know, who's interested in the album. And, um, you know, I think in, in some ways he's he's ready to cross over more into your lane. Yeah. The homie Lex. Because he told me, he's like, yo, actually, you know, I want to check out the Danny Brown I, I want something different and I'm just like by all means brother man like more power to you you know like a lot of people like I said I felt like old was dope because it was a side A and it was a side B so it was like side A was mostly 
the serious Danny Brown from like the back in the drug dealer days. And then there was the Danny Brown. SIB was like all the crazy, zany house, house, whatever fuck shit that he does now. And I was like, that's the perfect mix. And all the beat, all the songs were dope, except for two. But this one, it was a one concerted effort to me. And I feel like a lot of like casual listeners that listen to the songs, like how you listen to songs just based off of a vibe. I yeah. feel this is for people who listen to shit for something, looking for something new. And Danny Brown kind of exceeds that expectation to a point that I can give this album at least a four out of five. But I love that album. Like, I can't give it a five, but I love that album. No, I know you do. You know, I, I hear you playing this sometimes when we're on the PlayStation. Well, no. Like, no, because for y'all, I put on the Dave, the Davies project and shit like that. But, um. See, that was the project that I was happy with right there. Yeah, Kari, I don't know, is it Kari Chanel? Yeah. Yeah. That's a dope project. Um. But, yo. I don't know, man. You're a married man. And I'm just getting to this point with this, uh, this Mary J. Blige situation. Like, if your woman was rich, do you think she should pay you spousal support for your the kids that don't that that if you didn't have kids with her or some shit like that, but you had kids with somebody else, should you be paying her this child support? I mean, should you be paying your child support? Um, for all your kids, it all depends. If she took, like, if she adopted them as her own. No, she didn't. No, I think, you know, a little bit of bread, one-time payment, and keep it moving would have been okay. This whole monthly thing, what is he, what was it that he was asking on a monthly basis? He's asking for 130,000 per month. Yeah, he is bugging, but honestly. Do you want to know what he's asking for? What else is he asking for? He's asking for eight thousand for a personal chef, three thousand two hundred for a personal trainer, a thousand dollars for a clothing license, five thousand to continue paying his parents each month, seventy-one thousand in re- rental properties. This, this is not even a hundred fucking thousand, hundred thirty thousand at this point. Nah, so, he, he is he is bugging. But um, my question is, did she sign a prenup? I, that's what I want to know. Because you know be- what? This is the age of equality now, right? We're in the age where women want the same privileges that men have had for years and years and years. And now men are wanting some of the privileges women had, like child support. <laughs> other things like that. So if she didn't listen to Kanye West and sign a prenup, he's at least entitled to half. But all that other extra shit, he is Bugging. Yeah, I'm sorry. You gotta pay five thousand seven hundred and thirty-two dollars a month on groceries, nigga. Nah, bro. I'm sorry. Get you. you. I don't. I don't know where they live. Where they live? Atlanta. They live in New Jersey, b. They live in New Jersey. Okay, take your ass to shop right, 
and use the coupons. Get you a shop right discount card <laughs> and call it a day. This nigga wants $21,677 of charitable donations. A month? A month. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mary J. Blige does her own thing for charity, so no, my nigga, you should not have $21,000 a month for charity. $10,000 for entertainment, gifts, and vacations per month. Okay. He, yeah, no. It's not even realistic. <laughs> this is not realistic. This shit is stupid. Yo. <laughs> this shit is stupid. Look, yo. I had a conversation with my mom and friend. I feel like as a man, you shouldn't want half the shit on this goddamn list of demands. No. I'm not gonna have another woman pay for children that didn't even come from her fucking pussy. Therefore, that shit's fucked up. You're no, I don't know. Ain't no child home. support, and that's not even your kids. No. No. I'm paying to, your, to pay, paying you to pay your parents? That's not happening. Yeah, your parents are not in the, uh, they're not what? involved either. Yeah, charitable like, no. donations, charitable donations. Nigga, I bet you, I'm going to tell you something right now. Nobody was giving a fuck about Kendu Isaac giving anybody shit charity, but Mary J. Blige? Charity, yeah, you don't have nothing to do with that, bitch. Next one. Okay, I understand. Attorney fees and accountant fees. You're going to have to get that paid off. It's 100000 and 30000 That's cool. All right, what else? I don't think this shit's a drop in a bucket because being that there was a time when Mary J. Blige's net worth was $45 million, but now it's just 10 Well, and, and she, now you understand and, why she's on commercials singing about extra crispy chicken sandwiches. And, 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 you know, and you know what? He advised that. So at the end of the day, he can take that L. He can take that commercial. He can shove it up his ass because he put her in the lowest form of her career. And what's his name again? Like his full name? Kendu Ken Isaac. I don't, that's not his real. Kendu's not his real damn name, but that's what. But we gonna mean. call him that. So Kendall Isaac, you, my friend, get the ass water of the day. Oh, oh man, that's yeah, all of that, my nigga. This is all disgusting of that. Ass, the wet ass of the day. Ass water. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now, I had a brain and I did not watch the final debate. Fuck that shit. I had enough. I had enough of this entire fucking election. This election is garbage. Please tell me what happened. All I've heard was that Clinton destroyed that motherfucker. Oh yeah, no. She went completely in. I mean, she brought up businesses that were failures. She invited people from overseas that worked for his businesses overseas. She brought up the fact that he talks about all this China, 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 but he the first nigga opening up a business in China. In fact, she was like, you paved the way. That was one of the things she said. She said, you paved the way. Your, your companies was one of the first that left America. And, you know, he tried to say, oh, well, I did all of that because you guys you guys were the ones making the laws you, you 
let me. So if you let me, I'm going to do it. And she just like, she styled on him. He tried to style on her a bit too and everything. And um, oh, it was, hurt. it was crazy. He was very mad, very angry at the end. Actually, somebody up, somebody that was there uploaded a YouTube clip from their phone showing like after the debate, he wouldn't even shake her hand. He was just like really angry. He had this look. His face was getting all red, and you know. And um, he is really down in the polls now. Like she's kicking his ass by like twelve points now. Like before, it was like neck and neck. And um, from from what I was seeing, she already has more electoral college votes ready for her. Like a lot of people are, um are doing the early voting thing. And in the early voting polls, she's winning already. Like, you might as well say it. Oh, he said one thing, and this was like a little threatening. He said that if he doesn't win, he's not going to accept it, and that there will be repercussions. And I'm just like, you think you're Caesar, my nigga? You're going to walk into the Senate with with a militia and hold guns to everybody? Like, I'm taking over, and if you don't like it, I'm gonna kill everybody. Like my nigga, you don't feel like that. With Putin and fucking Kim Jong Un, they like him. They want him to win. So for for whatever the fuck reason, it's more Putin than anybody. Damn. And Putin right now is a problem. Like Putin is like right now training troops and talking about yo. I'm gonna. I'm preparing for war. Aiming missiles at, at in at the Ukraine and everything, walked out of a UN deal that was signed in the year 2000 that was supposed to, uh, you know, make sure everybody chills out with the nukes, and um, they have new technology, microwave technology. So he was saying that if we send drones or robots or anything, they got microwave technology. But our government responded back like, well, guess what, nigga? We didn't think about using lasers. I mean, we're using nukes. We got lasers. We're going to set up boats on the ocean, and we're we going to shoot drones. you with laser. And we I'm going to say drones. that shit like like, um, like my man, like an Austin Power, like Dr. Doctor Evil. Laser. Like, it's real right now. Niggas got lasers, B. But, yo, um, quick shit before we get into the next thing. Now, as you all know, the DDoS attack happened, and as y'all before that, uh, the day before, Julian Assange, you know, the creator of WikiLeaks, his his he lives. I think he is stationed in Ecuador. Now. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I heard he can't even get online now. He can't get on the internet now. And now the people who did the DDoS attack, they they actually for what it's been claimed, they're doing it because. They won't put it back on his internet so he can reveal the the email, the Clinton emails and stuff like that. So they affected places like Netflix, SoundCloud. Oh, uh, PlayStation, my nigga, really? Like, you're going to affect, like, yo, there were people, see, the, a lot of the South wasn't affected, but I know a lot of people back home in Jersey and in New York couldn't get it, online it was, during it was, the morning. It was, it, was, it was only for a little while. Like, at the end of the day, I was able to go for a fucking walk because that's what motherfuckers need to just do. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm tired. Yeah, of stop playing Call of Duty. Take your ass outside. Go for a walk. Get some fresh air. Have some nature yeah, in your man. life. So this is that. So that's my little quick 
Lil News and Conspiracy Theory and well, all that other shit. See, I had I had thought it had something to do somehow. Well, it does have to do with the election, but I'm just like, okay, this has to well, do yeah. with the election. But you know what? Uh, before we go on to the next subject, another scary thing is there's a lot of reports. There are a lot of independent um, white supremacy militias being formed talking about some yo we're gonna fight for him if he lose we ain't gonna let her win and everything and um statistics are showing they're more of a threat than isis to us because they're right here at home and they could live like in the in the city next door to you or in your city and they can be your judge your police they can be anybody yep so i'm glad i live in miami because everybody here is from the islands everybody Yo, on to greener fucking pastures. Yes, amazing dope things. The game that's gonna take me out of Grand Theft Auto Five for good when the arm. I was getting ready to trade that shit in, but y'all niggas is like, nah, we going hard. Yeah, y'all going hard now. Like y'all played that game since 2012. I don't know when that shit came out. They keep 2013, but they keep on updating it. They keep on adding new stuff. I'm loving the new features. I yo, like when they added the bike stuff and like all the the, the extra businesses and everything, and they keep adding cars and not only that, my gun game has gotten a lot better now. Word word, and now on to Red Dead Redemption. Too. Red Dead Redemption. It Park. did not. It did not reveal much. We don't know what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? What features is gonna happen? On three. It looks beautiful. It looks great. And I know a lot of people, I remember like the first time the Red Dead Redemption was developed, I know those people were dealing with so much shit. People didn't see their families, shit like that. I know there's a fucking right, there's a fucking, um, what's it called, strike going on? Um, video game uh, voiceover strike going on. So I don't know if that's gonna be affecting that game, but at the end of the day, I cannot wait. I can't wait either. And and I heard, you know, these these are the rumors. Like, do do not do not quote me as fact. But um, quote him. <laughs> it's going to be possibly before Red Dead Redemption Part One. It's going to be um, Marston when he was young and he was running with Dutch and he was in the gang and. It's going to be based on that time because one one thing that a lot of people were saying is we do not want to see a cowboy game where it's the 1900s and there are some people driving some cars and it's just very Victorian and you have the um, industrial revolution going crazy. But you know what? That could work also if... They right. do it kind of like Assassin's Creed Syndicate because Assassin's Creed Syndicate is based on the very late 1800s, early 1900s, and you know, there's the Industrial Revolution, there's cars, and you there's say, still you, characters. You said 1800s, 1900s? You said like late 1800s to okay. early 1900s, but. From what I'm hearing, it's a prelude, and um, people are saying from the uh, picture that was released by Rockstar, if you look at the images, you see Dutch, you see Marston, and you see some of the other guys. So they're kind of, it's kind, yeah, it's kind of the prelude. You kind of get to see, you know, 
what that outlaw life was like because like when you play red dead redemption you hear about the things he did and how he has regrets and now he's back you know he wants to take out his og and everything but you really don't know what he did and everything you didn't really get to live and experience it so i know one of the themes is being outlaw and um playstation is going to get some some exclusive content they're getting it early oh yeah we're getting the online first the online is also going to be first on um on playstation because basically like they did with grand theft auto minus we didn't have a deal with grand theft auto for playstation but with grand theft auto 5 you had the story mode and then a month later online came out they're going to do the same thing you're going to have the story mode and then you're going to have the online but xbox is not going to get the online till like later so playstation's going to have it first um there is going to be a version for the playstation plus not plus my bad the playstation pro there's going to be a you know it's going to be a pro version which basically just means when you pop the game into the the um, playstation pro it is going to be in 4k because it looks like they're building the game in 4k and rendering it so if you have anything 4k it'll be 4k and it'll just look really sexy for everybody that got 1080p tvs like me and mr b you know, we, we are all right with 1080p right now, yeah, you know. I, I'll check out the 4K later on. You know, Brett is doing better. You know, I'll at least, you know, I'll check it out. I might walk into Best Buy and see what the big deal is and everything. But Red Dead Redemption Part 2 is going to be um, it's gonna be amazing. And, um, you know, there were some complaints from feminists like, oh, another cowboy game where you're going to tie up women in the railroad tracks. And it's like, listen, anybody can get nobody's being discriminated against all races can get tied up in the railroad track and get oh, ran you know over what? by a on train some real, on some real shit man feminists need to find better things to complain about you got pro-black people too talking about oh how come there's there's not going to be a lot of uh, black characters there is going to be some black characters but let me remind you what era the game is possibly going to be taking place Marston was an outlaw in the 1860s and 50s. So we're talking about Civil War era. So yes, you might see slavery. You might see runaway slaves. You might see, you, you might hear the word nigga. You yeah, might. So, yeah, so y'all want that, I guess. You know what, man? I, I just really feel people need to learn how to not be so selected with their outrage they thought they put the outrages outrage in the wrong places yeah you can't be outraged about history because see i like i like that they're doing games about back in the day because it gives us a time it gives us a chance to kind of be interactive with history and everybody knows history is messed up like i haven't got to play really play mafia three like that but from what i hear there's a lot of things that if you're pro-black or you're a feminist or you're LGBT or whatever, there's going to be pros and cons for you in that and game. And they actually put a warning in the game, like, look, uh, we, we put this game in the set time, and um, we ain't yeah, going to lie. We ain't going to lie. There was there's some there's going to be some niggas being thrown out there. There's going to be some faggy. There's, there's, be a whole bunch of there's the KKK. There's black riots. There's gay sex. There's gay killing. And, and not and, and not only that, man. Like, look, any game that gives me my lifelong dream of killing the KKK without going to jail in real life, 
y'all y'all are fucking lifesavers. Thank you, 2K Games. Oh yeah, and you don't have I mean, to worry about to. going to jail even in the game because. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, wait a minute. Who who, who made my fifty? Was it 2K? Yes, it is 2K. Woo! Same people that made fucking. The last mafia and no, not, 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 and not only that, NBA, two, and not only that, um, Rockstar is a two K company. Really? Yes. See, I didn't even know that. If you see Take Two Interactive, that's two K. Okay. See, and I was supposed to be the video game expert here. Well, I'm Word. a comp- I'm a company expert. You I are. Like to, you are. I'm more business. Of a Business degree ass nigga. Because Shout I remember, because I remember when I was in high school. I think I was in high school, and it was talking about like these companies trying to buy Rockstar this whole time, and I was just like, why would they do that? Why would they get bought out? They're, they're dope on their own, but they got bought by a two K. So that's what it is. What it is. Yeah, before it used to be like Rockstar North, Rockstar this, Rockstar that. Yeah, now it's just Rockstar and that's what it is. But I think there's a partnership because I don't think 2K is involved in all Rockstar projects, though. No, no. I don't think they're involved with Red Dead Redemption. No. If if we still see Take-Two interacting, we still see see Take-Two interacting. And now, the the Nintendo Nintendo NX is now... Called the Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch, Switch. and it's beautiful. I'm very excited. Like I, I looked at that whole thing, and I just hope they make a dope wrestling game for the NX. It's not like we don't want. Like I want, you know what I like? I like a different type of wrestling game for NX. I don't want the same graphics, graphics or same fighting engine that 2K has. And you know what? We actually had this little conversation on PSN a couple, like a day or two ago, and we said like, New Japan should get together and try to pitch a game to EA, EA Sports. To EA Sports. Yup. It would make sense. Now TNA might could probably get into that, but TNA getting ready to go out of fucking business, and they got mad losses. Yeah, nobody cares about TNA, so I don't, I don't, I don't want to see if TNA came to Nintendo. That would be another fail for Nintendo, and Nintendo already lost a lot of money in their stock, so they're trying to come back hard. They're trying to get third party development. They're not having a lot of it, but they're having some of it. I saw that. Um, I was reading today that um. You know they are getting NBA 2K. Well, well yeah, we saw we saw the shit. Like, it's yeah, dope. But we saw we saw supposedly Skyrim too, and now some people are saying they're not getting Skyrim. So it's like I don't know. It's gonna be impro- it's gonna probably be an Elder Scrolls game, but it's not it's not gonna be Skyrim. And all I know is that what I was seeing on that uh that reveal was that. Nintendo took what they're best at and they expanded on it. They, they, they like Nintendo has been great because of the ba- Game Boy and how they have transcended that Game Boy over the years. And yeah, now we're in 3DS. Now they've taken it to another level of making it that you have portable game, portable HD TV type gaming on the go as well as being on the television. Yeah, now, now the specs are like this. On television, it's going to be 1080p. On the go, 720p. And all you niggas complaining, oh, it's 2016. Why that shit got to be 720p? Who heard my iPhone does 1080p? Listen, 
Your eyes cannot see 1080p in a small ass screen. You need at least 35 inches to your see phone, 1080p. Your phone provide a line to your bitch ass. Shut yeah, up. Stop listening to what Apple's telling you, Verizon or whoever. You do not see 1080p on your phone. Shout out to all the people that have iPhone 7s and they blowing up on their ball set. Pause. Anyway. Oh, that's actually... um. That unfortunately, that's our team. That's Samsung. No, yeah. no, no. There's there's a new story out now. I think it was in Australia that somebody got somebody's iPhone Seven blew up in their pocket. Well, that means somebody been copying somebody technology, and we know it's not Samsung copying because Samsung already had all the features the iPhone Seven has last year. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Nintendo and X. I mean, sorry, it's Nintendo Switch. Nintendo Switch is going to be the shit. Perfect timing because I'm going to have bread. Uh, like, the Mario is going to be cracked. Zelda is going to be cracked. Star Fox is going to be cracked. Um, I'm going to probably, this is going to be probably the first time I'm going to have more than one system <laughs> at this point. Me like, too, in like, a long time, though. I used to have all the systems back in the day, but nah, I, I, the I, systems I, were like 150. I, I always kept it good with Sony, man. Sony was always, ever since I got my first PlayStation, the, little, the, the first gray old school PlayStation that, that you know, the, the PSX when it came out. Like, I've always been a Sony fan since, and I never wanted to go to GameCube or fucking Xbox. None nah, of I games. ain't have GameCube or Xbox, but, like, I'm talking about, like, but, back in the day, I had Super Nintendo and I had Sega Genesis feel me i had sega master system and i had nintendo entertainment system i had sega saturn and i had playstation and i had nintendo 64 yeah so when um from what people are telling me the 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 nintendo and the nintendo switch might be 2.99 and that's that's pretty good. I know that is pretty good because honestly, anything that's 1080p, since we're about to go to the age of 4K gaming now, anything 1080p should not be more than $300. So $299 is perfect. And not only that, they're saying like the dock or like where the, you know, how the whole NX, the whole um, switch is like set up, that's probably not the full thing. And they'll be re- revealing the entire system very, very. Oh yeah, soon. E3. Put, put it this way, I think E3 is going to be crack for 2000. Look, guy, I, I, like anybody listening to the podcast, you know what? We're going to start a fucking Patreon. We're going to try to cover events. We need to do this shit. The only way we can do this shit is be able to pay for the airfare, hotel. I don't care if we stay in the hotel at the prostitute. No, see, Calif- let me tell you something. The E3 is usually in California, so like me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ghetto nigga, and I'm gonna find one of our California contacts and be like, "Yo, we need your couches." <laughs> yeah, but um, we are gonna try our best. Like next year, like we got the uh, the, the Philadelphia Podcast Festival coming, and I hope we're able to do it. You know, we're still I'm still in, uh, still got to email those guys and I want to like have our podcast be on there and shout out to Tour Music Tour Music is helping our asses out by promoting our podcast and putting it on their radio station and, and shout out to the good people over at Tour Music oh word and, shout out to them that's very highly appreciated yeah and then, you know being a, now I'm part of the content roster and what we're doing and everything like that we're 
like you know it's been a great partnership they actually check up on me and they're like yo like you just listened to the episode it was great the topics were awesome and they just like took parts of like the episode and they just made a video for it so I, on, on instagram and I, see I you ain't even tell me that bro that is amazing that is awesome so they they like the rawness over here they, they, they love like look i think the first episode they ever got to watch it was the uh the tall cannon the snail case episode and you know like it's dope like the tail like the snail case episode is incredible no nah, yo i learned a lot about psychedelics that night a lot i i'm surprised we didn't try to learn about psychedelics in the first tall can episode that we had but it well, was nah, so dope. we had we had a talk so it was more like conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Now we really dug in deep. Because like, yo, his boy, like Matthias, that's how you pronounce it? Matthias, Matthias. Matthias. Like, he, you know, he went in depth. In a oh. very, you know, and he explained it in a way where it was like, okay, if you don't believe in the other side, you don't have to believe in the other side to, to experience it the way he said it. But if you do believe in the other side, you know, you really gonna appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. Now, before we end this episode, well, end our portion of the episode, I wanna get into, we have some goals in this game. And, um, you know, I, I would like to know, I would like to like, you know, we, like, we would like to both share some music industry goals that we, we want to like, you know, we want to probably, we want to inspire you to push for your dreams and stuff like that. All that sentimental shit that I don't really give a fuck about. But, um, <laughs> but, um, yo, like, Caesar, like, do you have any, like, goals that you want to, like, do in the music industry? And, like, you know, in the beginning and the end, like. Okay, now, are you mean, like, for myself in the music industry or for the industry in general? Well, both. Why, why not both? Okay, okay. So, so I'll give you, like, first things first. I just want to get back on my feet, which I'm working on. I want to finish my album, and I want to give y'all an album that, like, years from now, after I've blown and everything, everybody will be like, yo, that album, when he did LT3, that's what set it off. Like, that's, that's what set off the fire, because, like, I'm, you know, I'm doing something very different on this. I mean, it's still my signature sound, but I think it's going to be different than anything I've ever done. And um, I want to use the industry, though, to enlighten the community and to feed the community. Like, I'm talking about, like, homeless people. I'm talking about even animals. I'm talking about, like, teaching people how to be, how to be self-reliant and independent and um spread health awareness man like i'm at war with with health like i told you i fear i fear no human being what i fear you got to look under a microscope you feel me viruses diseases that's what i fear i don't i don't fear no man so we need to you know collectively live better as human beings we need to eat better we need to just do everything better because these diseases will kill you. And our generation that came up in the 90s and in the late 80s and all that stuff, 
we ate whatever TV put on, like, oh, drink that high seed fruit juice, get it, eat fruit roll-ups, blah, 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 blah. And we never cared or gave a fuck about what was in the food, what was in the meat, the burgers, nothing. Now, years later, you got niggas in their 20s and 30s getting kidney disease, back problems, like things that, like, our parents, they're thinking about that stuff, like, now, in their 50s and 60s. Not when they were 30. When they were 30, they were living good. They were chilling. They were raising our crazy asses. You feel me? Like, they they weren't worrying about that. So, I feel like, collectively, we need to stop in hip-hop, you know, acting like we're so untouchable all the time. And we need to get up on some health. Like, yo, be cool about health. Like, yo... Fuck your money, my nigga. Like, if you ain't got good health, your money don't mean nothing. Word up. Bro. Good man. health. Like, start flossing good health. I want to hear rappers talk about, like, yeah, nigga, I eat vegetables. Nigga, what's up? Yeah, I just had a, I had a juice with motherfucking beets and ginger and shit. Yeah, nigga, I'm sipping on beet juice. Like, I'm putting the Ciroc down. I'm sipping on beet juice with carrots and, and kale and all of that. Yeah. And I and, and nigga, I take right. I'm popping vitamins. I ain't popping Molly. I ain't popping perks. I'm popping fucking vitamins, nigga, because it's good for me. Well, I don't know if vitamins is really good for you. I think minerals is more good for you than it is. I was about to bring up minerals too, but um, but really, you can get a lot of good vitamins from juicing and from eating like vegetables. Right. Um, now that you've like put this whole shit out, I don't even know if I even want to tell you anybody in my goal. Now you know it. My goal, like I really say, like, like I really want Golden Era Music Group to be the best record label ever for people who are disenfranchised by the mainstream media of, of how things are going on. I think like everybody well, see, we gotta do is, that collectively. We do, and you know like. When I had the conversation with uh, Cheech Ortiz when we did his episode, he he talked about how he has like this consultant deal with uh, Rock Nation, and they're tasking him to make a song, like designer. And I'm like sitting here like, why? Why the fuck would you want to make a song like somebody else? So what? They want him to mumble? Like what are they asking? Yeah, they probably actually they do some turn up mumble shit. And I think, you know, uh, Cheech has the capacity to make, you know, turn up music. I've seen it before. He performed at the, the Pollinating Arts Festival. And I'm um, shouting Cheech for shouting me out. And, um, but, um, I feel like that's fucked up. You know, like, I really, like, when I invited y'all to be a part of Golden Air Music Group, I really want y'all to understand my vision. For Golden Air Music Group is for people to have their own sense of creativity and not have to be bogged down or have to be under the pressure of making a record that sounds just as great as something great or shitty as the whatever that's out right now because you're your own fucking artist. I'm exactly. Trying, I I am I am I am bringing in artists. I'm not bringing in pretenders. I'm not bringing in people who do not have appreciation for the craft whatsoever i'm bringing in people who really love this shit and they want to make money doing what they truly love and doing it the way they see fit and that's why i have people like this team 
La Brea, Lyric, Fat Caesar, and plenty other people that I really have been eyeing and bringing in because I feel that they, 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 they compile those values. In terms of like, like what I really love to do, I want to see us tour. I want us to get tour over all over the world. And one of the things I like, this is like a selfish goal that I have. I really want to do a Red Bull Music Academy lecture. I really would like to teach. Like I really like to talk about certain experiences and I like to show people like, you could have nothing and you can start something. I had nothing when I started this shit. I still have nothing, but I still have a name. Nah, you, you do, have, and you have credibility, and you, you know, you know your stuff, like, in all seriousness. Like, and I'm like, to this day, people still want to work with me. So I just want you to understand, like, you can have nothing, and you can still do something and become something. And that's why I really would love to give to all the aspiring entrepreneurs that want to be in music or in any sense of business because at the end of the day, I have a business degree. I don't have a degree in business, music business as much as I really want to be in the music industry. I really want to be multifaceted in every other aspect. But I really want to teach people that you can turn nothing into something. I turned nothing into a gem tape. I turned nothing into a gem show. I've turned nothing into two incredible, like a couple of dope albums from Fat Caesar, Ms. Santine. I've also turned nothing into the Crate series. I've turned nothing into the Indie Gold podcast. Being that I'm, we are all able to become something with nothing or make something with nothing, there's no excuse. There's no excuse in this world as to why you can't do nothing. Find your passion and get the fuck up and do it. Word. And, you know, and um, I, I think you know that was a powerful, that was a powerful statement. And I think um, we get on to that, you know, and it's and. And it's bad because there's so many people this year, but um, there's another R.I.P. we about to give, isn't it? Yeah, man. Um, I was gonna skip it because you know, damn, he like gave like a very powerful statement. But um, rest in peace, Tommy Ford. 2016 ain't playing fair with all these goddamn deaths. I'm just telling you right now, Pro- prominent figures have died this goddamn year. We got Muhammad Ali, uh, Prince, shit. Oh uh, man. Too too many to list, so I'm gonna say it like this: Harambe. Oh, yo, yeah, yo, animal lives matter too, yo. I don't care what nobody yeah. says. Harambe, the, the, the standing up bear that was in New Jersey, he died too. Like, I'm not trying to make fun of death right now, even though I have a really sick sense of dark humor. I I, I understand some people don't like that shit, but then like, then the day, I, I think people would rather you be happy instead of mourning and being sad and you know i think like when people do all these harambe memes and fucking shit like it, it shit is funny but um in terms of this man like tommy ford passed away from a stomach uh, ulcer i guess it was and you know that's sh- that shit is just crazy you know you die at 50 50 51 years old 
relatively young, you know, and um, yeah, 2016 ain't playing fair, man. Yeah, so I just, you know what, this is the perfect time. So this, this how we're gonna end all the segments. I'm gonna say like this for all the fallen greats, and just for everybody who has passed away today, or I mean, not today, but this year of 2016, we want to wish all of y'all a special RIP and a salute for your families, your colleagues, and your friends from the Indie Gold Podcast. Fat yes. Caesar, signing and, off. Um, yes, yes. And um, we're going to get into this interview with Kenny. And... Um, very dope individual I'll, I'll have to say and she has a very very bright future ahead of her and she's the second woman guest of the indigo podcast and um let's get into this interview Work.
Welcome back to the Indigo Podcast, episode 28, and we're back with up-and-coming pop singer with her new hit single, Kissing in the Dark, video, which is out right now. And we have Annie on the show. Am I saying this shit right? Yeah, am, I saying, am I saying your name right? Ooh, Annie, yeah, that's right, Annie. Yes, thank God. I hate when I don't say people's names right. <laughs> don't ask them before, before on recording. Um, I appreciate it. I've gotten some weird answers, trust me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the first time I've heard of any was Niz and Tina, artist that album uh, works is a part of Golden Era Music Group, was doing a video shoot for Bloom, and you were supposed to play his love interest, supposedly. And Niz told me that you can sing. And being at Niz is kind of terrible with giving me SoundCloud links on a prompt time. <laughs> so <laughs> I ended up finding out about your music through, like, I guess he posted Kissing in the Dark. And I was like, I let me just hear this shit. And I was like, Wow, this is a dope song. Like everything sounds amazing. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, uh, the first thing, who is Any? Any, Any is a Renaissance woman. She is a free spirited uh, frequency for this universe. Yeah. Now Uh, you. so now, you make bad, now you make me bad for calling, you make you feel bad for calling you a pop superstar when you you thinking that that term the terminology actually like you could be something more than that then i mean i like to like think of myself as a universal being you know uh you want to categorize me depending on the songs of course you want to categorize me as pop star it's fine I, i'm never like offended or anything like that so okay well yo explain more about about yourself like the world needs to know. <laughs> dope, dope. Um, I suck at like really talking about myself. I, uh-huh. I kind of just let it let it be well, through music. I'm like an introvert a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So I, I'll help you out a little bit. So where yeah. are you from? So where are you from? I am from Hoboken, New Jersey. I was born out in North Philadelphia. Snap. So you yeah. had the chance to see Beanie Siegel tell facts to everybody for like the last couple of years before you went with old New Jersey. Nah, to be very honest, <laughs> I was born in Philly, and that was it. And then they just shipped me over to Hoboken. Oh. And all I know is Hoboken, so. Shoot, so. <laughs> but my mom and, and my, my younger sister, my younger siblings are still out in Philly, so. Oh. So. Yeah, but I'm a Jersey girl, 100%. So like, you know, so who'd you grow up with pretty much? Did you grow up with your mom or who? Mom and your Yeah, good question. Um, I was actually raised by my grandmother. Oh. And a hundred thousand other people in one <laughs> in one apartment. Wow. <laughs> so so yeah, it was like a bunch of like my aunts, uh my oldest sister still with us. It was a jam packed house. Oh shoot. It was one of those Yeah, old- and then the general we, we call her the the general <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she keeps everybody together and in line. Which, you know what, that's a great thing because now, you know, being that you were raised by your grandmother, you was probably around a lot of, like, old school music. So tell me, what like, what was, like, your upbringing musically? Uh, uh, this is actually my favorite question. I'm glad that you asked this. Um, growing up, we, we had four bedrooms in the apartment, mm-hmm. and in each bedroom was a different sound. So sonically, it was everywhere. It was beautiful. Uh, we had one bedroom playing rap and reggae. Another bedroom playing um, freestyle, 80s freestyle music. Uh, and the third bedroom would be playing um, salsa and merengue. 
Oh, shit. The fourth bedroom was my grandmother's bedroom. She was always out in the living room, and that was my space. So I was always in the living room listening to KTU. So a lot of, like, dance pop music. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm infused with, like, a lot of different sounds because of that. It was every day. Uh, we cleaned a lot, and anytime we cleaned, it was always music playing. So you'd hear a bunch of different sounds playing just in one apartment. So who do you draw inspiration from in terms of music? Like, you know, your favorite uh, artists? It don't have to be, like, you know, R&B or pop or anything like that. It's just, like, certain elements of certain things. No, like, of course, absolutely. Um, I was asked this question recently. Um, my answer was, who am I not influenced by? You know what I'm saying? Mm. I can go back to, like, Jackie Wilson time. Um, um, maybe even some, like, Aretha Franklin. All the way to, like you know, Beyonce, you know what I'm saying? So I'm infused with all types of different sounds, you know? I, it's really hard to like pinpoint at this point, especially since my creativity has grown so much and the, the different formats I've been writing in, I just, it's never just like one particular individual or anything like that. Right, and like when I hear like Kissing in the Dark, I hear like more of a the dream type of vibe. Oh really, <laughs> like, wow, I was thinking Prince, honestly. I really <laughs> like some like sexiness like this that sexy yeah, androgynous just, side that's what i was like, like i just hear the ad, I, I just hear like the ad libs a little bit and then i'm like ah. hear a certain style of like the beat that he probably would pick i don't i hear a lot of the dream in terms of like a bit of his songwriting a little bit into that song uh, like i don't know i don't know why he's an amazing writer he's he is amazing writer. and he could sing so that's a compliment. I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> now, so do you write your music? Absolutely. Great. Thank God. We live in a society where no one likes to write their music. <laughs> so, I'm definitely one, like, uh, pen to paper type of individual, you know, or like iPhone or even voice notes and stuff like that. Sweet. I always have a melody. So you're going to be like the next Alicia Keys writing music for everybody on the, on the, on the side. I mean, if I'm not already, you know. <laughs> Oh shit! So, yeah. when did you start um, singing and writing music? Um, this happened freshman year in college. Oh wow! Wait when a minute. I realized, I realized, I'm not gonna give like dates or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> but when I realized, when I went to school, is when I realized what I was really supposed to be doing. But I was just going to school to like, you know, the system. You have to go to college and all this other stuff. Right. But college was never for me. It was never for me. I, I was always like, shit. He's telling me. I was the type. I was like a hidden wonder. Like I was the type to like wear my hoodie every day and like close myself off, sit all the way in the back, and just observe. And I always be like, why the hell am I here? Uh, and then one shit. time, during uh, I think like I finished my freshman year, and I was just like, I need to be doing music. So that's when I started writing a little. Um, and then it became like like really a niche i'd say about two years ago so in 2014 is when i like i realized oh this is getting serious wow so do you remember like the first ever song you ever wrote i can tell you the hook of the first song i ever wrote you don't you yeah <laughs> shit so you don't you don't have to sing it because my you friends my friends my friends are always talking about it, it was not the best thing ever 
but I would definitely sing it anyways. It was something along the lines of flying saucers. <laughs> oh, man. My guys in the back singing it. It was, it was just, it's so awkward for me to like sing it now. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I'm cringing. But it was, it was a matter of like flying saucers everywhere. I just want to get down and get <laughs> Shoot, yeah, what? underwear. It was it was so childish. Wait, it was flying saucers and underwear? What the hell is yeah, going on? Flying saucers everywhere. I just want to get down there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know if that's even childish. I think you trying to like make a parody <laughs> porn right now. <laughs> it was mad, like it was mad weird. But everybody was vibing to it. Like, I guess you know you're a kid, so Everybody's like, yo, that's your heart. <laughs> yeah, I beat yeah. the fuck up. Everybody's singing underwear. Underwear. <laughs> oh, my God. It was dope, though. I, I actually performed that shit, and everybody was literally singing underwear. I was like, oh, okay, something's happening. <laughs> but now, like, I'm just like, oh, my God, let's stay away from that. <laughs> Shoot, you could actually try to, like, if you since you're a songwriter, it's probably gotten better since then. You could probably make it better than what it is. Yeah, and that could, and it will probably be it will probably be a viral ass fucking single is a motherfucker. <laughs> like, like who's this lady? Who's this lady singing about underwear and spaceships <laughs> and shit? And, and that will be it. Like, yo, you'll be like in there getting like deals from oh Atlantic. <laughs> I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that. I'm definitely gonna switch it up and. and... I'll send it to you. You'll be the oh. first person I send it to. Yo, like get the right sound for it. You'll be it'll be fucking incredible. I so, got you. <laughs> but yo, I saw that you said that you're a nerd. Like what makes you a nerd? Oh, I love tech. I mean, think about that verse. I'm talking about flying saucers. Like who talks about UFOs and shit like that, you know? Yeah. Um, I love like just sci-fi stuff. Um, I can't say that I'm like a diehard uh, fan of, um, of anything like that, but I love like science. I love technology, especially technology. I've been following technology since like, I don't know, grammar school. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's just my interest. Like if I could like take apart a computer and put it back together, I would, you know, oh. figuring out softwares and stuff like that or following like new IPOs and stuff, studying uh, like social media, so it's just that's like my nerdy side. Sure. Yeah. So if you, since you're like, if you like incorporate that into your music, would you ever like consider making your own production? I don't mind making my own production. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I what I usually I'm like, I'm a creative, so like I'll have a sound in my head, and because I can't get it as quick as someone that can like really play a piano or anything like that i just kind of just like hold on to the melody and send it to producers and stuff you know right uh, but real producers like that can catch the key and all that other stuff without not the midi controller beat makers like real producers so that's usually how i work as far as producing my own things i'd, I'd have to say that produce my own like even with the ad-libs of kissing in the dark that's that's me using my vocals as an instrument you know that's true. It's an extension of uh, the production, just all in all. Yeah. So you have one 
original song out right now and you have the bryson tiller cover for don't and you have the youtube vibe session when are we going to get more music that gives insight to who you are as an artist in terms of you know your sound and everything like that awesome that- um we have a full project coming out really Uh-oh. soon um i can't give like dates or anything like that i'm very particular with my sound sonically it, it doesn't make sense to me it's not gonna make sense to the world i'm what matters when it comes to my sound it's better <laughs> um but we have more visuals on the way uh, and i want to just put together the full project and package it right you know um, that's good i want to give you guys like like the whole biop of who any is like i'm not it's not going to be the regular storyline set. It's, it's, there's going to be a storyline set to it, but it's more like each one has its own vibe and they correlate to one another. So to me, it seems like you're going for more of a, um Anderson Park Malibu type of vibe. Because like that whole album of Malibu was like Innocent very Pop different. Malibu. Huh? Uh-huh. He said Innocent Pop Malibu. I was like Anderson Pac, um, Mal- Malibu's album. Oh, Anderson Pac. Yeah, God. that whole album was like so chopped up into like you saw different things that he was inspired by. Like not like not one song was the same as the other, and yeah. it had a different vibe. So I think you're going for like a sort of vibe, like a thing that you're showing that you're well versed in different different um styles, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I more so um, when we talk about well well versed, I. It's more so about my vocals. I like to be dynamic with my vocals, you know? Like, I don't like sounding the same in every single song that I create, you know? Right. Like, I'll have, like, a signature vocal sound, but each song, it would be, like, it's kind of just, like, I'm projecting a different image for each song, you know? Like, I'm approaching it as this person or as that person. They're all any. It's just, it's just, like... Sonically, like I like to change my vocal. Like I like to sound like nasally in some songs. I like to sound like super high pitch in some songs. That's that's me using my vocals as an instrument, you know. So that's what you'll you'll be getting. But the sonic, like the whole production, is definitely gonna sound like a good package. Okay. Now what music do you listen to right now that's not pop and R and B that you're feeling right now? <laughs> Um, it was actually, uh, just, uh, hold on, let me go on to my YouTube history. <laughs> it was literally just up, um, let's see. It's, uh, it's kind of like a chill wave sound. Oh, like Troll, Troll, like, Yuma, something like, like that. Toro y Moy, I think. I don't know. I don't know how to say his name right. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tor- it's probably or uh, Less Sins is what I'm listening to. Like, yeah, real- same. That's the same. same, that's the same, that's the same yeah, it's the same person. Yeah, yeah, it's the same person. So, uh, that's what I've literally Jeez. just been put onto, and I've just been vibing out ever since because it's, it's different. You know, it's like you coming from Jersey. Like, what do you hear coming out of Jersey right now? Mm. Club music or like trap or whatever people are calling it you know um it's just something like different like we we need something new something fresh you know 
that's like so far left it's like yo i need to know more about that you know yeah i i hear a lot of like, people online like oh if you don't sound like this you're not like and you're from jersey you shouldn't be doing that but i'm just like you should do what you're inspired by like to be honest like i'm not inspired by any sound from jersey whatsoever like i'm more is into like the you know stone throw movement the um fool's gold and what subtract oh, yeah, does yeah. i like yeah. that type of shit so it's just like when people say like we gotta pigeonhole ourselves to the one sound that new jersey's good for which i still don't know what it is to this day i don't know uh, either, honestly. yeah no one knows what the fuck that shit is so yeah man i never get that so um I was contacted by your manager, Tony. I've known dude in college, and he's really good about his music. So, and I see that y'all two are the perfect fit. So what made y'all two get together and, and make this artist and management combo? Oh, man. I knew Tony since, uh, since kindergarten. Uh, when I first started, when I decided to do music, he supported me 100%. We, uh, we were able to get our own studio for a little while over here in Hoboken, and he was there like every day, you know, uh, giving feedback, or I'll put him on the mic and hype it up, you know, like hype up the track. And stuff. Uh, we were just like, we were just in another like, we just vibe so well together, you know, like on a good. business level and just sonically, like he has a pretty good ear, um, he and I could like trust him to even direct me whenever I'm creating something, you know, and critique me, give me like real good criticism, you know. Like if you if I'm sorry, when you fuss with the internet, like, you know, Sid and, and you know that that crew, yeah, I fuss with you. That means you have a great ear for music. Like with the <laughs> Death album and all that Yo, stuff. Tone's I've been the like the one that put me on to Sid the kid. Tone's the one that put me on to the weekend. Like Yeah. You know, he's he's he he thinks different like me and I love it. Shit. You know, when the weekend first came out, it was just like this is different, you know, like super different. I love yeah. it. I just, I was just like, thank you so much for that. Man. I needed that. Dude. So, some people don't want to be a box when it comes to genres as such, and I say that you're a pop singer. So, what would you like to be considered as? Well, I'm trying to coin the phrase uh, electro pop soul music. I think that exists. <laughs> I like ain't that, kind of, ain't, ain't that ain't that kind of what Janelle Monet does? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I gotta think Is about it like that. Pop soul music, like it's thing, soul like, music. It's like, soul there's a music. There's a whole bunch of like genres being made, like even like chill wave, like barbecue wave. Like there's a whole bunch of different genres. I'm trying yeah, to chill, chill waves. Chillwave's been around for such a long time that they said that the Chillwave is dead. Like, that's how long Chillwave's been around. It's been around for some time. What but about I, that Tropical House? That's brand new. I don't mess with house at all. What? House is everything. It does. The Kissing in the Dark has a house vibe, man. It does? Oh, Plus, damn. It is. See, that's how... See, that's how... This is how... This is how... This is how... This how ignorantly educated I am with certain sounds of music right now. <laughs> So that's so funny. Shit. So um, I don't know. I, I, it, it'd be a little difficult for me to put myself in the category. I kind of want you, you want you want to create your own. That's that's what it's supposed to be. I think I would say like kind of going back to like who inspires me. Um, 
someone that I follow like religiously, I call my goddess is Erica Badu. Yes. Now Erica Badu and I, I just recently got this information. It was one of her her, her manager, I forget his name, coined the phrase or the genre Neo Soul. Just mm. to fit her and D'Angelo in a genre, they had to create their own because no one else was doing that type of sound back right. then. So I like, I kind of like took that like, oh, I need to create my own genre. <laughs> yeah. I can't be out here categorizing myself as pop or anything like that. I'm confused. I need to. So I'm gonna just call it any vibes. I'm I'm all about any vibes. You know, this is my own vibe. It's just it's my own sound. It's, I don't know. It's, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So, um, so what are your goals in in your music career? Like, what do you want to do? My goal is to be an ultra star. We we, we supernova. I want to be supernova. I want to I want to put a thing in the universe like Steve Jobs said oh, with shit. my music. You know, so that's my that's my purpose in life. I want to make sure that the Erica Badu's, the Jill Scotts, the the Flowetries are known forever, forever, you know, uh, that kind of like good vibe, soulful, uh, soul stress with that modern pop element. I want it to live forever, you know? Yeah. So that's my goal. So, uh, final, final question. Um, what's next for any? What's next? Well, it's, we're dropping this project mm-hmm. and then we're going to go on a mega tour. Oh, <laughs> shit. Now, this is... I want to be everywhere. I want to be anywhere and everywhere. See, this is why you ain't say Megator in your damn goals. You already had this shit planned. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's all about the alignment. Timing is everything, right? Right. I got a show tomorrow at Maxwell's in my hometown, uh, Hoboken. Maxwell's is known for, like, all, all the punk rock bands from the 80s through the 90s. Everyone that was major came through uh, Maxwell's. Um, and they're like they're changing they're changing it up a little bit just sonically so they're going for like a little more electro sound uh, vibe which is so um, then I got the inspired artists on Saturday so we're just doing little shows right now building up to like the big oh thing. don't call them little shows that's so mean come on <laughs> oh <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, like, I want a big platform. Like, I want that. This I'm going to tell you this right now. That Inspire Artist plat- yeah. shit, that Inspire Artist thing might be a bigger platform than what you think. Because there are some big names that are going to be in that at that place. And it's, uh, awesome. you know, you may never know. I've never actually been. I've actually, I went to St. Peter's, ironically. But I've never <laughs> been to the Inspired Artist. Uh, and I didn't mean to, like, offend anyone. If, you know, anyone got offended. No, um, I hope not. <laughs> We're starting off like slow, like we're we're keeping it local right now, uh, but we definitely want to branch out and hit every every state and maybe even go out to the UK if possible, you know. Oh wow, shit! Anything's possible. <laughs> Anything is fucking possible at this hey. point. <laughs> yeah, man, you good? Shit, any you good out here? That's the best thing in the world right now, and um, yo. Thank you for coming on to the show, man. Yeah, you're. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. It's I, I, yeah, I hope you know people really get a hold of your music. Like, I hope when they when your new stuff drops, 
I hope people understand, like, you know, you're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Because I see it in you. Because this one, this one, yeah, because this one song, I see there's going to be something more of this coming. Not the same song, but there's going to be more coming. Yeah, yeah. We got a full wave. We got a tsunami coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> Now, and so, I can't thank you so much for having me. I, you know, it was a great opportunity. Uh, thank you so much. And anytime, you know, mm-hmm. need me on the show, want me on the show, yo, just, you know, bless Shoot, my heart. Shoot, I w- Not a problem. I, you know what? I was going to ask you want to be a part of the entire episode, but then I was like, hey, my my co-host has kind of got sick. But, um. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So, <laughs> you know, you know, because. Yeah, we got to go back to rehearsing. I totally would, but, you know, I got to. Yeah, yeah. I really Not appreciate it though, yo. So last thing I'm gonna Not say, a problem. Yo. Plug your plug your social media too. Plug your social media oh, okay. and everything. Oh, true. My Instagram is uh, at I am any underscore. That's I A M E N I underscore Instagram. That's my main one. So anytime you want to hit me or whatever, just just write down Instagram. Word word. And uh, any last words you want to give the people? Yo, stay positive, you know, throughout it all, all the struggles and whatnot. Just, you know, keep that positive mindset because that's what's going to get you through, you know. Praise yourself for any little accomplishment, a little accomplishments you create, you know. Just keep celebrating that and it's going to build up. Yeah. That's my last word. Final, final words. <laughs>